Hello and welcome back to Getting to the Bottom of It. We're ringing in the new school year with a new season of Deep Dives on the latest campus news. I'm your host, Sejal Govindarao. And I'm your host, Eddie Verzig. Today we're talking about the changes to UW's dining plan. Last year, the university announced it would introduce an unlimited all-you-can-eat meal plan where students could use their meal swipes at university-run dining halls. The university also planned for this change to coincide with the opening of three new dining halls in District House, Shankman, and Thurston Halls this fall. But it's caused a lot of confusion as the university has deviated from this plan and delayed dining hall openings. Right, and this plan was seen as the way the university was going to finally address food insecurity that students have been raising alarm about for years. And we have Metro editors Henry Huvos and Grace Chanowski to tell us more about the impact of this transition. Thank you both for joining us today. Thanks for having us. So as we said, this new plan is meant to help mitigate food insecurity on campus, but in July, GW Dining announced the dining halls would not be ready in time for when students are coming back. So a lot seems to be up in the air. Can you tell us a little bit more about this announcement? Yeah, so the Associate Vice President of Business Services, Seth Weinstein, and the Executive Director of GW Dining, Douglas Frazier, both announced in July that the delays in opening the two all-you-care-to-eat dining halls which would be uh, Shankman and Thurston Halls were caused by global supply chain issues. Um, as of right now, Thurston, the dining hall in Thurston is now scheduled to open in mid-September um, and it will offer about nine vending stations and the dining hall in Shankman will open in the spring um, and offer seven vendors. So district is now, um, the dining hall in district house is now the only dining hall open, but it is not all you care to eat. And what has the university done financially to compensate students for this delay and the change up in meal plans? Yeah, so they were originally going to have a swiping system for the dining halls, but obviously since they're not all gonna be open on time, they're going back to the dining dollars, which is basically just your G World funds. Um, and that's what students will use if they're getting food in any of the dining halls. So um, freshmen who, if you remember, they had to sign up for a certain amount of swipes. Um, they're now going to get a dining dollar um, plan that gives them $2,700 for the semester, whereas upperclassmen will get around $1,600. So that's about a difference of $1,000. And what's the currency of district's dining hall? It's the only one currently open in Boggy Bottom, right? Yes, that's correct. So um, the dining area in the district house basement actually opened just this morning on Monday. Um, but like I said earlier, no longer in the form of an all-you-can-eat dining facility, which is what officials um, originally were planning. Um, they reversed those plans in late April um, to protect the design of district space as both a hybrid study and community slash dining space. Um, and the new design now, um, after a summer of renovations, will now offer five new vendors, um, which would be True Burger, Halal Shack, Crisp, DC Taco, and DH Pizza and Postico, um, which replaced the vendors that were there last year. Um, two of those vendors will be relocating. Um, Chick-fil-A will open in the University Student Center next summer um, after some delays that were caused by mechanical challenges. And then Kin Sushi will reopen in Shankman Hall next spring. Um, Seth Weinshell did say um, a few months ago that those menu concepts um, might be able to rotate depending on what students want, um, but we're not sure yet. 
and uh, Weinshell, who's sort of been overseeing the process. He's a associate vice president of business services. Um, so he said that each uh, vendor and district house will have meal deals, which would be um, a breakfast meal would cost $8, a lunch meal would cost $10, and a dinner meal would cost $12. And these would basically be an entree, a side, and a drink. Um, but you can also get like individual items from any of the district vendors. So for the most part, they really kind of just act as if they were normal restaurants. And Henry, are students feeling this is enough for them day to day and sustainable through the semester? If you were to go to district house, for example, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner, um, that could result in a lot of students falling a bit short if they were to exclusively use that and exclusively use their G World funds to pay for that. Um, so there definitely still could be some questions about food insecurity right now. Um, it definitely probably is not an end all be all situation, but I think what the university is hoping is that this is, you know, a positive step in the right direction. Yeah, another important thing to keep an eye on as the Shankman and Thurston dining halls open up is um, just the their capacity for seating. Um, I wrote an article in May about uh, the predicted capacity for seating at both of these dining halls, and they were way under comparable dining uh, dining halls at peer schools. Um, Thurston can seat approximately 225 people. Shankman is approximately 319 people. Um, and that total together can um, just falls way under what other schools in DC can seat, despite the fact that our school hosts almost 4,000 more students. Um, and so in terms of district house, it was never really designed to be um, a super communal gathering space for students to eat every single meal at, um, like I said, because it is that hybrid option um, for a study space as well. But think, uh, Shankman and Thurston are both being designed with that in mind. Um, and so I am anticipating how many students they will realistically be able to fit at any given meal time, considering that they are obviously encouraging students to um, use those all-you-can-eat options when they become available. Well, it's certainly some things we'll be looking at and some issues we'll be investigating as we go forward. That's all we have for you today. Grace and Henry, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week.